Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 29th of August. The Supreme Court issued notice to the Uttar Pradesh government today seeking its response in the bail plea filed by jail journalist Siddiqui Kapan. The court posted the matter for final disposal on September 9th. Kapan was arrested in Mathura in October 2020 while he was on his way to report on the rape and murder of a Dalit girl in Hathras. He was charged with sedition and UAPA and has been in jail ever since. Kapan's counsel told the court that the charges against him did not hold ground because the Popular Front of India was not a terror organization or even a banned organization. The Uttar Pradesh government have cited Kapan's alleged membership of the Muslim organization as a ground for the terrorism charges against him as also his journalistic work. A bench of Chief Justice UU Lalit and Justice S Ravindra Bhatt was hearing the petition. Kapan's plea to the Supreme Court challenges the Allahabad High Court's denial of bail on August 4th. Before that, a Mathura court had rejected the journalist's bail plea in November 2020. Muhammad Alam, one of the persons booked under the UAPA alongside with Kapan, was granted bail on Tuesday by the Allahabad High Court. Listeners, Kapan's story has been told multiple times by various news organizations in the last 2 years. However, his wife Rainath is still awaiting for the family of 5 to be reunited. She told my colleague Nidhi Suresh that her life used to be a small bubble in Kerala. but it is now filled with reading charge sheets case laws bail orders and news reports to read the full report head on to newslaundry.com it is titled beaten for knowing arabic and studying at jamia siddiqui kapan's wife on his 700 days in jail listeners the reason we are able to bring you such stories without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads We rely only on you the reader to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start at rupees 300 only. Reliance Industries chairman Mukesh Ambani today announced that Jio will start rolling out 5G services for its subscribers in the next 2 months, news agencies reported. At the company's annual general meeting, Ambani said that they have committed 2 trillion rupees to roll out the 5G services. He said that 5G will start rolling out in key cities by October this year before rolling out Pan India by December 2023. 5G will be available in Delhi, Mumbai, Chennai and Kolkata by October this year. Jio had emerged as the biggest spender in India's 19 billion dollar 5G spectrum auction. winning airwaves worth 11 billion dollars a few days ago the government issued spectrum assignment letters which means that telecom providers can start rolling out 5g as soon as they are ready in his speech today ambani said that 5g connectivity will not be limited to just the privileged and that the expectation is that 5g could be more affordable from jio Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal today called for a vote of confidence in the Delhi Assembly to prove that all Aam Aadmi Party MLAs are with him NDTV reported This comes amid AAP's claims that the BJP is trying to break up the party to make the government collapse The vote will take place at 11 am tomorrow Kejriwal said 
Now the confidence motion will prove that BJP's Operation Lotus has failed in Delhi and they were unable to buy any AAP MLAs. He alleged that the BJP had rupees 800 crore to make the Delhi government collapse. The BJP meanwhile called this a ploy to distract people's attention from the corruption allegations against AAP. The session was adjourned thrice today due to protests. BJP MLAs were also marshaled out from the assembly session. Meanwhile, AAP MLAs planned to hold a night-long protest at Delhi Vidhan Sabha demanding CBI investigation against LG Vinay Kumar Saxena for his alleged involvement in a scam regarding demonetization. As per the Aam Aadmi Party, the governor had pressurized his employees to exchange demonetized notes worth rupees 1400 crore in 2016 when he was KVIC chairman. The Gujarat government has told the Supreme Court that the FIR against activist Tista Sitalwad in the Zakia Jafri case is not based only on a top court judgment but is also backed with evidence, Baran Bench reported today. Sitalwad was arrested on June 26th for allegedly committing forgery and fabricating evidence in a case related to the 2002 Gujarat riots. The state of Gujarat submitted in an affidavit filed before the court that the investigation so far had revealed a prima facie case against Sitalwad for fabricating and falsifying evidence related to the communal riots of 2002 in Gujarat. The affidavit had said that there was irrefutable material on record to substantiate the contents of the FIR. It said that the statements of witnesses established that Sitalwad conspired with the senior leader of a political party. It also claimed that the applicant as well as other accused persons had done various criminal acts of commission to achieve political, financial and other material benefits by means of executing the conspiracy. The Mumbai-based activist arrest came after a three-judge bench of the Supreme Court had made adverse remarks against her on June 24th while dismissing a plea by Zakia Jafri, the wife of Congress MP Ehsan Jafri, who was killed during the riots. Sitalwad had moved the Supreme Court for bail after her arrest and the court had issued notice to the Gujarat government last week seeking its response. As floods continue to ravage Pakistan, the National Disaster Management Authority said that more than 33 million people were affected, AFP reported. As per officials, over 1000 people have died since June when the seasonal rains began, although the final toll is estimated to be higher. Over 1500 people have been injured. Pakistan Prime Minister Shehbaz Sharif called for a multi-party meeting to discuss the future course of action today. The International Monetary Fund Executive Board in Washington, meanwhile, is also scheduled to meet today to decide whether to green light a loan program. As per officials, Pakistan had received twice the usual monsoon rainfall. Balochistan and Sindh, meanwhile, had more than four times the average of the last three decades. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.